Hello and welcome to the Ice Guy, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now. It is Monday, November 7th. Ian Cameron, just me today. Short show, busy friggin' Monday for me. Lots of on-air time for me, and it is thankfully a short NHL card day. So we're going to roll through this show very quickly. Alex, a little under the weather today. Hopefully he'll be back with us tomorrow for the big Tuesday slate. We also have a special guest joining us tomorrow uh, on the Tuesday show, uh, Josh Eunice. Played some junior hockey, played professionally for a few years. Goaltender was actually drafted by the Chicago Blackhawks, Alex's favorite team. So uh, we will indeed have uh, Josh Eunice uh, back uh, or on the show with us tomorrow. So we're definitely looking forward to that. Uh, there's no question. So excited about that. But looking forward here to uh, breaking down the Monday card. We've got three games. We're going to jump right into it. And we're going to start with the uh, Calgary Flames as they take on the New York Islanders. We've got uh, Calgary, uh, minus 120 uh, road favorites, six being the total here uh, in this game. Uh, I think this is a buy low spot for the Calgary Flames. I, I understand the New York Islanders are playing some pretty good hockey. Well, they were until they lost to Detroit uh, on Saturday. I did not play uh, their best game there, but overall they played pretty well. They've got, they played well on home ice. Uh, they're, they're, the offensive game, I think, has been a little bit better. Uh, there's no question. Uh, we've seen some improvement there. But I think this is a good situation for Calgary. I've said it previously on this show that the Calgary Flames need to get away from the saddle. Don't get away from Calgary. They need to get on the road and try to get things rolling a little bit. And I think this is going to end up being the perfect opportunity for them, I think, to maybe come together a little bit and have a little bit more success here uh, in this game. Uh, tonight uh, against the Islanders. Uh, so when you look at it here, you've got Calgary uh, obviously not playing their best. Their defensive game's not where they want it to be. Daryl Sutter has talked about that uh, repeatedly here uh, in terms of uh, not having this team's defensive structure lately where it was, say, early in the season when they were winning games. And it's true, that is what we've been seeing from Calgary, where you see they blow the game against Seattle, they have a rough start against Nashville, uh, can't overcome it. And then against New Jersey, just some faulty defensive zone coverage, some wayward puck management, all of this stuff, definitely a problem for the uh, Calgary Flames, and it leads to a New Jersey uh, victory in that game. Uh, I don't mind the New Jersey loss too much because New Jersey's playing some great hockey right now. They're, they've been actually a much improved defensive team. The goaltending lately from Banachek's been better, and obviously they can score goals. But I think for Calgary, getting on the road is going to be the best recipe for them, the medicine to maybe cure what ails them, if you will, uh, going into this game. And when it's all said and done, if you would have said to me coming into the season, you only have to lay this kind of price with Calgary, I would have definitely said I will take you up on it for sure. I like Calgary here, minus 120 uh, in this game. I think you get one of their better efforts. They kind of huddled the team together and say, you know, let's figure out what's going wrong. And I think you're going to see them come out with a strong effort here tonight against a New York Islanders team that I still think is uh, not as good uh, right now uh, as the uh, Calgary Flames. So uh, I think it's a good spot. 
for the Calgary Flames. I like the price here with them, and I think you're going to get them responding the right way. To be quite honest with you, uh, it's it's a game where I expect their defense which uh, to be a lot better. Now, they are missing, of course, three defensemen. Tanev uh, has been out the last few games. He's day-to-day. Oliver Shillington hasn't played yet this year, and Michael Stone as well. Uh, he's been moved to IR, but it just means next man up. I expect going on the road, you know, this team really wanting to play better defensive hockey. I think the under probably might be worth a look here in this game. The question is going to be, what will you get from the likes of Connor Mackey, Nick DeSimone, who are going to end up being the uh, five and six defensemen here uh, tonight for Calgary. But I think the whole team just, you know, it's a step up spot, starting a road trip, stop the bleeding. Uh, We know the Islanders obviously didn't play their best against Detroit. They'll want to bounce back too, but I like the Calgary price here uh, in this game. I think it's a, it's a decent price to look toward them in this game. As far as props go, uh, you have Blake Coleman and Dylan Dubé, Dylan Dubé up to the second line and Blake Coleman finally got off the schneid uh, during that homestand. I think they've got some value in terms of their goal score props tonight. The Islanders, Wallstrom, someone I would consider for them as long as he stays on that top line. Uh, maybe even a guy like Kyle Palmieri, who started to light the lamp for them here uh, in this one. It looks like Markstrom and Sorokin, the goal test. Sorokin's been really good. That's always the fear here uh, of going against the Islanders with him in net. Five and four, 2.12 goals against, 933 save percentage. Uh, it is worth noting, though, uh, he did struggle against Calgary last year. Lost 5-2 with Sorokin and net the Islanders, and he gave up five goals on 29 shots. So, uh, I'm going to take Calgary here. I'm, uh, I, I think it's the right time to jump in on this. And I, I'm high on Calgary. I still am, even with this little recent uh, slide that they've gone on. Um, and look, I faded them with New Jersey Saturday. So I'm, I'm not even, uh, I'm totally willing to go against them when I think it makes sense. But I think this is a good spot to buy in here. Calgary minus 120 tonight. All right, let's go to the next game. St. Louis and Boston. We got the Bruins minus 195 home favorites, six the total. Uh, in this game, it's tough to back the Blues. It it is. I mean, we've given them how many opportunities now to try to snap this ugly losing streak they've gone on, and it just has not happened. You know, they have not been able to turn things around. Uh, they had the ugly loss to Montreal. We thought maybe they'd bounce back, show up with a much better, stronger defensive effort in particular against the uh, L.A. Kings. That didn't happen. Then we thought, oh, the New York Islanders, couple days off, some line changes, maybe an opportunity now to finally get off the schneid and get back on track. That didn't happen either. So now it's at the point now, if if you're St. Louis, show me you can bounce back. Show me you can play some better hockey. And now you're playing a Boston team that's undefeated at TD Garden, 6-0, and coming off only their second loss of the season against Toronto, 2-1. to I don't know. I think the Bruins did what they had to do with the Mitchell Miller situation, saying, hey, we've made a mistake. I like how they phrased it like, oh, new information has come. Uh, out now and we've changed our mind no it wasn't new information to hell with that bullshit that's just that's the biggest bunch of garbage that's a load of crap as far as i'm concerned new information has surfaced no it was a public backlash about the fact you signed that kid and that's why you decided to pull the plug that's why you decided to change your mind give me this give me a break of new information nobody buys that crap for as long as you, you know, you could throw that shit all you want. doesn't mean we have to take it. That's what it is. Uh, so it's all about outcry and the public. Yes, that's right. Just what I'm saying. Pull buddies nerfect. That's what it is. It's absolutely uh, a situation where 
that's why they made the decision. They just heard everybody saying, you know, you can't keep this kid. They don't want, they didn't want him. Patrice Bergeron was against it. Marshawn was against it. And when the leadership core of the Bruins had issues with them signing him, that's the, you know, he, you got to make that decision to not uh, keep him around. And that's exactly what happened. Plus the NHL and Gary Bettman had that statement that we might not even let him play uh, in the NHL. So what good is it signing him if he can't suit up for you? So the decision was made. Maybe this calms the waters. I think it was a very unsettled weekend for Boston. Not saying that's the reason they lost to Toronto. We do have to give the Leafs credit. They played a hell of a game. They lost their goaltender in that game. They blocked a ton of shots like it was game seven of a playoff series uh, in that game. And, and it was a lot better performance from uh, the Leafs defensively. That played a part. But I think part of it, too, was that whole mess with Mitchell Miller was going on. Uh, off the ice, and I think maybe a distraction, maybe some things were uh, the Bruin players were a little uh, and a little on, on eggshells, if you will, with the management for that decision. So I think now that they've cut the ties with Miller, maybe now the Bruins are relaxed. The you know everything's harmony again with the management and the players and the leadership of the team, and now they go out there play hockey again and maybe play a good game. And playing good games is definitely something they have done on home ice. Like I said, six and zero. Uh, the last time they lost against Ottawa, they bounced back. They beat Anaheim in their next game. Uh, again, they're getting healthier as well. David Krejci is back. Really, they've only got McAvoy, Derek Forbert on the blue line, both injured, and, of course, Jeremy Swayman. Other than that, they've gotten healthier. David Krejci just came back. Of course, Brad Marchand returned last week. Hampus Lindholm, which if Jimmy Murphy was with us for the first time on Friday's show, and Jimmy will be with us every Friday uh, moving forward, we hope, during the uh, season. But he said that Hampus Lindholm has been a revelation. He's been jumping into the play. He's been active from the blue line, moving the puck up the ice, getting involved in the offense. Uh, that has definitely been a good thing to see here for the uh, Boston Bruins. And, you know, that's not, that's one of those under-the-radar prop options maybe you want to look at here. Hampus Lindholm has two goals in the last three games. He's got four, six, eight. He's got, do you know how many points he's got? He's got 13 points, four goals, nine assists from the blue line this year for the Boston Bruins, Hampus Lindholm. So you talk about Ian Cameron's bargain bin goal scorer props, uh, point props, if you can find them as well, probably are worth a look on this guy. Like he's getting involved in the offense. He's jumping into the play. He has four goals, nine assists already. And he's plus 550 to score a goal uh, in some books. So uh, there's no question. Uh, Hampus Lindholm is a value prop. Coyle is a value prop. Someone I know in the chat just mentioned him. I wouldn't argue with that. Charlie Coyle has been a nice little uh, uh, forward option and a depth scoring uh, option for the uh, Bruins as well. Uh, no doubt about that. You know, for St. Louis, uh, let's see if getting on the road helps them. You know, I kind of think tonight, they may be in the same boat as Calgary where maybe they just got to get on the road, right? They've lost six in a row. They lost all three games at home, get on the road. Maybe, you know, all of a sudden things are going to be a little bit, you get camaraderie, the team bonds and you play better hockey, but I'm going to have to see it before I believe it. Uh, they've given up six, seven, five and five in their last four games. I mean, that is a grand total of 23 goals allowed. Uh, by the Boston Bruins in their last four games. So they have really struggled defensively. I would lean over the total in this game. Uh, it is six in some spots. DraftKings, other books have it at six. Some others have it at six and a half. I'd lean in that direction. I'm not laying it with Boston tonight, um, but I just have to see it from St. Louis before I, I trust them uh, at this point because I was burned taking them against L.A., I almost came back to them against the Islanders and didn't, and they didn't have a good performance there. They're struggling with their confidence right now. And it's kind of like Pittsburgh. 
That's the way I feel with St. Louis. Show me you can bounce back. Show me you can, you know, wipe away the struggles. Show me you can put it together for 60 minutes, both ends of the ice, and win a hockey game before I'm ready to back you right now. Pittsburgh, same thing. Like, that's why I took Seattle there. I'm like, I'm not ready to lay that price with Pittsburgh. They, they, they got to show me that they can win before I'm ready to back them. And I'm more than willing to go against them when they're laying minus 200. And I was able to do that with Seattle, taking the Kraken against Pittsburgh. And it's the same thing here with the Blues. Until I see a good performance, until I see you snap the losing streak, until I see you tighten things up defensively, which has not happened for the St. Louis Blues in the last four games, I can't back you. Even getting this price, plus 165. So pass for me on the side. I probably will get there with a smaller bet, over six, minus 120. Uh, all right, last game on the uh, Monday card, Edmonton Oilers and Washington Capitals. Uh, we've got Edmonton up to minus 165 now. Uh, road favorites uh, in this game against uh, Washington. Uh, the total uh, sitting at currently at around uh, six and a half, uh, pretty much across the board uh, in this game. Um, Washington's a mess. Uh, another one of my big dog winners on Saturday. Um, I said, you know what? I know we're not going to find many reasons. We're not going to have too many times when it's like, yeah, let's bet the Arizona Coyotes. But I said, they're starting a road trip. They've got a Washington team that is absolutely riddled with injuries, banged up beyond belief, struggling to score goals, really struggling at both ends of the ice. And uh, right now, when you look at it for uh, Washington, that's it, it's and it's getting worse for them, believe it or not, in terms of the injuries. You know, they were already without Tom Wilson, TJ Oshie, Carl Hagelin, uh, Connor Brown uh, up front. Backstrom, of course, hasn't played yet this year either. On the blue line, John Carlson's already out. And now, Dmitry Orlov, who's probably one of the more steady, strong, you know, defensive-minded defensemen that you have, uh, he's got a lower body injury, and he's a game-time decision uh, tonight against the Edmonton Oilers. So it, it just, the, the problem's worsen. The injuries are getting deeper for this Capitals team. And, and the losses continue to pile up. I mean, that... That can't happen against Arizona where you're up 2 nothing, going into the third period at home and you can't bring that game home to the win column. Three goals unanswered by the Arizona Coyotes in the uh, third period. Actually, it was, I should say it was one nothing after two. They got the early third period goal, Washington to go up 2 nothing, And it's like, well, that looks like they're going to find a way. And then bam, three goals for the Arizona Coyotes, two by Nick Ritchie. Uh, including the game winner in the final minute uh, and a huge win for Arizona and a brutal loss for Washington. Like I said, Washington was almost minus 300 home favorites in that game. Uh, and the Arizona Coyotes got the big win there. I ain't taking Washington right now. Edmonton's got their own struggles right now. They've lost a couple in a row. All of a sudden, after a five-game win streak, they lost to New Jersey. They blew a lead themselves in the third period against the Devils, much like Washington did against uh, Arizona the other night. And then in the Dallas game, uh, you know, I don't think they played badly early. Like they had chances, but everything Dallas got offensively in terms of scoring opportunities, it was going in the net. And again, the struggles continued for Jack Campbell. He gives up six goals on 36 shots. That one goal from just inside the blue line, it's like goes, he, he gets it with his glove and it goes off his glove and in the net. It's almost like the puck went right through his catcher's mitt, his, his uh, goalie glove. And in the net, I mean, he is just having a tough time here with his brand new team. And 
you know, this is now a solid month where Campbell's having a tough time acclimating uh, right now. No question about that uh, at the moment for the, for him uh, struggling with his confidence. But I think this is a situation where Washington, to me, is just in a world of hurt. They're not getting offensive contributions from many sources outside of Alex Ovechkin right now. The defense now is starting to get banged up with Carlson and Orlov. They've got not just a bunch of forwards, but key forwards. They count on Nick Backstrom. They count on Tom Wilson. Carl Hagelin's a good depth forward. Connor Brown is helps any team win. He's a great two-way forward. They count on these guys, you know, to be in the lineup and help this team up front. And none of them are available. So they're banged up. They're struggling. Edmonton opened. I, I, now, I jumped on Edmonton early at minus one. I didn't even get the best price. Edmonton opened minus 130. I didn't get on the Edmonton side until they were minus 145. That's when I took Edmonton at minus 145. Now they're up to minus 165. So for the purposes of the Ice Guys show here, I'm going to recommend them in regulation. Keep in mind, the Oilers have actually been pretty good on the road so far this year. They've only played three times on the road, 3-0 and uh, on the road this year, the Oilers. So they had the St. Louis win on the road, Chicago, Calgary, uh, they beat on the road. So uh, a 3-0 and road start for the Edmonton Oilers. They're starting a road trip here tonight against a reeling Washington team. And if I'm Jay Woodcroft, the head coach, if I'm Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Evander Kane, um, and everybody on this Oilers team, this is your game. You got to get a W here because you got Tampa Bay next tomorrow night on a back to back. You got Carolina after that. You got Florida after that. So you've got that tough three game stretch uh, on the road against pretty good hockey teams. This is your spot here tonight to get a win. I like Edmonton here. Uh, now that it's up to minus 165 for the show. Like I have minus 145 money line in pocket for the show. I'll recommend in regulation. You'll at least get a better price now. Uh, Oilers in regulation here in this. And by the way, Skinner uh, is going to be a net Stewart Skinner. And we know right now at the moment, he's played a little bit better than his uh, teammate there, uh, Jack Campbell. So uh, Skinner in net, you can get plus 100, by the way, with Edmonton in regulation. I like that. As far as props go, there are a couple that I like for this game uh, on the Edmonton side of things. Uh, they keep trying to give uh, Kyler Yamamoto uh, a bunch of chances here to uh, get going. He's had a little bit of a slow start to the season playing on the second line. We'll see if he gets going. You know I'm always going to talk Brian Nugent Hopkins because he's playing with Connor McDavid and Zach Hyman uh, on the top line. Those are props to look at potentially for goal score uh, props tonight. For Washington, Ovechkin. is you know, they're not getting much offense outside of Ovechkin right now. Maybe you look at a Dylan Strom. Uh, you know, he's been someone that's, you know, flickered a little bit offensively of late, uh, although he has now gone three games without a goal. And there's we do have a good situation, an advantageous bet on goal score, bargain player prop situation for Washington with Sonny Milano, who made his season debut for the Capitals Saturday uh, against Arizona. He was recalled last week. He had two goals and five games in the AHL with the Hershey. Uh, the Hershey Bears down there. He's a guy that scored 14 goals in 66 games last year. And they put him right away on the second line with Dylan Strom and Marcus Johansson on Saturday night. And they've got him back there again, it looks like tonight. No changes there. So you're talking about a guy that's being elevated to the second line, getting a top six forward role. It looks like Peter LaViolette is going to potentially give him some power play opportunity on the second unit. Yeah, second power play unit as well. Sonny Milano uh, is slotted in there. And you can get Sonny Milano for Washington tonight playing on the second line as high as plus 380 
uh, to score a goal tonight for the uh, Washington Capitals in that plus 370 to plus 380 range. So uh, I think, again, those are the situations I talk about constantly uh, on this show when it comes to goal score player props. Players that are moving up the lineup, preferably to a top six role, either the first line or the second line, and they're not being priced like it. Uh, that's what we've got here tonight with Sonny Milano. So I think it's worth a look there uh, in terms of his goal score prop tonight. All right, that is a wrap. That's the Monday card. Uh, thanks to everyone for joining us on YouTube. Hit the like button on the way out if you haven't done so already. Uh, make sure you're checking out patreon.com slash iceguys, $10 a month, tons of bonus content, videos, daily card for the show, uh, you know, power ratings, goalie charts, totals charts, and more. Uh, find all of that great stuff, great co betting info, content, and more. We got plenty on the horizon, too, in terms of the bonus content at patreon.com slash iceguys uh, just for $10 a month. So make sure you check that out uh, for sure, the Patreon Ice Guys page. All right, best bets to wrap up this edition of the show. Uh, I'll start with mine. Or, uh, I'll start with, I'm the only one on the show, so I will start and end with mine. Uh, for a uh, best bet here for this uh, Monday card. Let me see here. I'm going to go Calgary, um, minus 120. I think it's answer the bell time. I've got them still as a better hockey team than the New York Islanders. Honestly, I think they will be uh, as the season progresses. They've just hit a little bit of a, 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 a rut the last three games. But Seattle, a game they easily could have won, should have won, blew it in the third period. Nashville game, they just weren't ready to play from the get-go. And when you do that, you're not going to win. Uh, but they paid the price for it. Last game, you know, I thought the, the 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 effort was better. They were definitely more engaged. But unfortunately, the defensive lapses against a team that is just surging right now, especially offensively in New Jersey, they're going to make you pay for it. And that's what happened in that game. I think this is a good spot for Calgary. I think they're still the better of these two teams. They're starting a road trip. They're only laying a buck 20. I think they find a way to get back on track. Snap this little skid. Calgary minus 120 for me uh, against the New York Islanders. Uh, my And I've been good with best bets using Calgary for best bets on the show this year. I think I've used Calgary multiple times and cashed in. So I've timed it well with the Flames, both on and against them. Let's hopefully that timing remains true to form and on par tonight. Calgary minus 120 against the New York Islanders for my best bet tonight. That'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for joining us. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Monday night. Enjoy the games and good luck, and we will talk to you again uh, tomorrow on Tuesday with Josh Eunice, special guest joining us for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now.